Hello everyone, this is Julie Ducray, the host of the Julie Ducray Show, where I share entertainment news, hip-hop news, and so much more. I got the sauce. Let's talk about murdered hip-hop musicians since 1987, which is so disconcerting. There have been two studies in the mid-2010s concluding that the murder rate for those hip-hop and rap artists is between 51.5% to around 53% of musicians' deaths. We cannot blame the hip-hop artistry itself, but let's take a look at what's behind that stench that's causing the deaths of these very talented artists. The average age of death is between 25 to 30 years of age. And quite honestly, I, I in my opinion, I would say it's probably uh, a little bit lower between 21, 22 to 30 years of age. Hip hop has a higher rate of homicide than any other genre of music, ranging from five to 32 times higher. Why is that? Well, let's take a look at the prison privatization. Prison privatization in the United States. This is where private prisons make contracts with their respective government in which they agree to manage correctional facilities in return for a payment from the state. Keep that right there. Let's back it up for a minute. I know that if you're listening anywhere around the world that you should be familiar with the trial and the conviction of Robert Sylvester Kelly. If you had been closely following the Northern District of Illinois federal case and the Northern District of Chicago federal case, majority of these so-called witnesses, statements, and testimony was unreliable, and most of them perjured themselves on stage. Robert Sylvester Kelly was immediately denied uh, a bond to bail out. He was immediately denied bond to bail out in order to effectively be a part of his defense. What I'm saying right now is not that I'm pro or against R. Kelly. I'm talking about facts. All of this happened because of surviving R. Kelly docu-series 
which some say it was just a baseless attack to tarnish and destroy his brand. But it went further. None of these allegations on surviving R. Kelly were proven. They said he held women hostage in a dungeon, that he raped women, he drugged women. All of these things were unproven. And a lot of the charges that they were alleging, a lot of the charging that they were alleging during the uh, trial were not even uh, were not even sought after by the uh, the district attorney's office. So why is that? Who would have had the most to gain by R. Kelly's conviction? Many people have said Sony, RCA, his record labels, his label and distribution company. So I say all of that to say that the privatization of prisons, they make hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars per year. In fact, R. Kelly's fans donated right under $29,000 to his commissary so he would be able to buy things as snacks and, you know, toiletries and whatever, because it is uh, said that uh, uh, one bar of soap in prison can cost $20. I don't know. I've never been in prison, but that is what they're saying, that uh, a tube of toothpaste and a, a, a toothbrush could could maybe be $15 or $25. So Judge Ann Donnelly allowed the government to take all of it except for $500. There are mass murderers with a life sentence who have thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars on their books because there's no cap but they use R. Kelly as an example. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna make sense of all of this, but let's continue. So the two studies show that amongst amongst uh, homicide that uh, the rapid hip hop genre has the highest uh, murder rate than any other genre. Uh, some reason cited, they say, oh, well, poor background, because I'm sure that some of these artists probably came from a single parent home, the lack of father. Some may have uh, come from uh, a very impoverished background. Um, perhaps they were involved in criminal gang activity, uh, in most cases because of a single parent home. Uh, perhaps drug use or both uh, lack of pastoral care but the people who are murdering these hip hop artists and rappers they're not artists they are your everyday Joe Blow type of person usually a young person 16 years old without a father badly influenced by perhaps another gang member 
and it's all about glorifying. I took the rapper's necklace, chains, you know, which is so ridiculous. And some believe that it really, really uh, took off after the 1996 murder of Tupac Shakur and then the 1997 murder of the notorious B.I.G. and then the 1999 uh, murder of Big L. So let's talk about it. I'm not going to go through the entire list, but we're going to talk about some of the murders of some of the top name, most successful hip hop artists. Okay, um, so let's get it. Danny D-Boy Rodriguez was shot and killed on October 6, 1990. He was from Dallas, Texas. Then we also had uh, Stretch shot and killed November 30, 1995 from New York City, gun violence. We had Yaki Gaddafi, who was shot and killed on November 10th, 1996. He was from Orange, New Jersey. We also had Jam Master J shot and killed on October 30th, 2002. He died from gun violence, New York City. We had Sabotage shot and killed January 24th, 2003. He was from Sao Paulo, uh, Brazil. Sao Paulo, uh, Brazil. He's died. Uh, he died from a, a shooting. We also had Soldier Slim from New Orleans, very very popular uh, rapper. Uh, Soldier Slim. He was shot and killed on November 26, 2003. We had Mac Dre shot and killed on November 1, 2004, in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, we also had Dola shot and killed on May 18, 2009 from Los Angeles, California. We had Magnolia Shorty from New Orleans shot and killed on December 20, 2010. And I'm just kind of skipping through uh, some of these uh, names because let me tell you, the list is extremely long. We have... which. So sad. XXS XXS Tentacion. I always had trouble saying Triple X Tentacion. He was shot and killed June 18, 2018. Uh, Deerfield uh, Beach, Florida. He went to uh, a bike shop and when he got back to his car, they shot him for his chain in his bag. We had Smoke Dog. From Toronto, Ontario, Canada, shot and killed June 30, 2018. Oh, this is so sad. We had Nipsey Hussle shot and killed March 31st, 2019, Los Angeles, California, in his own neighborhood. We had Pop Smoke shot and killed February 19, 2020, Los Angeles, California. And he was shot and killed during a home invasion. We had Houdini who was shot and killed on May 26, 2020, uh, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. We had King Vaughn shot and killed on November 6, 2020 in Atlanta, Georgia from, you know, 
gun, uh, gun violence. MO3 shot and killed November 11, 2020, Dallas, Texas. Uh, Young Dolph shot and killed on November 17, 2021. Young Dolph was 36 years old. Out of everybody that I've mentioned thus far, Young Dolph was the oldest uh, rapper. He was killed in Memphis, Tennessee. Drakeo the Ruler was shot and killed on December 19, 2021 in Los Angeles. Well, actually, he was uh, he was stabbed to death. Stabbed to death. Then we had uh, Trouble shot and killed on June 5, 2022 this year in Atlanta, Georgia. Now, he died from a shooting in a home invasion. PNB Rock. He was shot and killed while sitting in a I think it was a chicken and waffles, Roscoe's chicken and waffles in Los Angeles. He was shot and killed on September 12, 2022. And then here we have Takeoff, shot and killed on November 1st, 2022 in Houston, Texas. So what does that say? It says to me that I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist but it says to me that rappers and hip-hop artists are being targeted yes they're being targeted my question to you listeners around the world can you name how many how many murderers who whether the murderer was arrested, went to trial, convicted, found guilty of murdering a rap a rapper. How many of them, how many of them are on, uh, what do they call it, uh, death row? How many of them are on death row? How many of them have been executed for killing a hip hop artist? I'll wait. How many? In most cases, they were given what? 10 to 15, 20 years, perhaps life in prison. But how many received the death penalty? And I know it to some of you who are listening, you may think, oh, it just sounds like a, uh, a conspiracy. I'm not a, con- uh, I mean, a con- like I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I'm not. I'm not. But there are too many artists who have been murdered since the early 80s. Here we're almost toward the end of uh, 2022 and nobody finds that to be suspicious that over two decades, two decades, that they're still targeting. And listen, and these artists are dying by the hands of their own black people who were supplying the guns. Who who supplied the gun to the alleged killer of takeoff? They're calling him Lil Cam, L-I-L Cam. Now, I don't know if he shot and killed takeoff but the so-called social media police are claiming 
that he is the alleged gunman. But he's 16 years old. Now, I'm not saying that it's impossible for a 16-year-old to obtain a weapon on the streets, of course. But after I watched the various videos, I also saw this young teenager in the presence of Jay Prince Mob Ties sons. So is Lil Cam somehow related to Jay Prince and the Mob Tie uh, family? Those are the first two questions that I like answered. Is Lil Cam the alleged murderer related to Jay Prince and his sons and the Mob Ties syndicate? Because if he is, and if it's true that the only reason why Lil' Cam was there was to protect Jay Prince Jr. and his other sons. If anything went down, then now it's making it's making much more uh, sense to me than anything. There was an article published several years back regarding an alleged so-called secret meeting that was held in Beverly uh, Hills at uh, a very powerful music executive's uh, estate, mansion, and they allegedly invited all the top radio DJs, the top promoters, the top A&R, the top managers, the top publicists, and the top music executives to that very private meeting to discuss privatization of uh, prisons. And because I wasn't there, I'm going to have to continue. And I repeat, stating this is all alleged. And at that meeting, it was discussed. They discussed the future of rap and hip hop music and promoting the violence, the gun violence, the drug activity the uh, misogyny against women, the drugs, everything negative that you can think about that will get these hip hop artists and or their ops life in prison because a rapper or an ordinary Joe Blow wannabe who murders a rapper, they are worth more in prison than on the streets. And 
The prison owners, well, their bank accounts are big, y'all. Their bank accounts are fat. They don't care. They really don't. And they will do whatever they have to do to keep the millions of dollars flowing into the prison. And the fact that the federal government is aware of this and don't give a damn about it is really disconcerting. Very disconcerting. And the way Robert Sylvester Kelly, a.k.a. R. Kelly, was prosecuted and the way his constitutional rights were violated, he was silenced completely. We never heard anything from R. Kelly other than that twisted interview that Gil King did of him showing only his bad side. And when he said, make this make sense, it makes a lot of sense. Who would want to take down R. Kelly? R. Kelly was worth almost a billion dollars. And all of a sudden, years later, after his 2008 exoneration, then all of these accusations start to come back. And they knew that they could not uh, 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 do a double jeopardy. So basically, in my opinion, all they did was uh, change the wording. They used the same, the same evidence that the jury did not believe in the 2008 trial. All they did was took pieces of that evidence and patched them together to make a case. And that's what they do because of the privatization of prisons. Like I said, Judge Ann Donnelly allowed the Bureau of Prisons to take $28,000 and some change out of his commissary and only left him $500. That's unprecedented. They don't do that to any other uh, prisoner, but they did it to him. And I think they did it to him because they could, but they definitely did it to him because of the fans. I mean, before his um, New York conviction and afterwards, even after his um, Chicago federal conviction, his fan base has just gotten even stronger. So I think they're, they were pissed. The government probably thought that, you know, once, um, they convicted R. Kelly that the world was just going to forget about him, but they did not. And there are people who are still, you know, listening to the government's lies about R. Kelly because they don't do their homework. And I'm basing my opinion upon having read all of the transcripts, okay? Seeing uh, witness perjure themselves during their testimony, recanting statements, uh, uh, even Azrael Clary admitting that her mother pretended to be her and enticed um, uh, was enticing uh, R. Kelly sexually and that R. Kelly when he found out her age he sent her back home to Florida and her mother returned her the very next day drove eight hours the very next day and returned her back to R. Kelly so anywho so 
why are all of these um why are all of these rappers rappers being murdered well i'm gonna share an audio uh with you of a former uh executive uh from the music industry and he's gonna tell you guys why he left but he's specifically gonna tell you guys what's happening in that hip-hop inter entertainment industry and uh, why all of these rappers are dying and the fact that the labels really don't yeah, care. Guys, in light of seeing that a rapper from Migos died, I just wanted to go ahead and make a video about something I have a unique experience in. So I directed a bunch of rappers, people like Gucci Mane, Snoop Dogg, you know, uh, Lil Yachty, the list goes on and on and on, okay? I learned a lot of things, um, and I have left the industry um, largely over my political beliefs, but there is something I want to impart to people to hopefully, you know, make some sort of change happen. So I have a challenge to rappers, and I know some of you still follow me. I know a bunch of the celebrity blogs still follow me from trying to get news from music videos and things like that. So here's the truth. The truth is this. A bunch of young black male rappers keep dying. You know who's not dying? record executives, the record executives that push for them to continue to make songs and create a culture that is obsessed with death, drugs, and sex, period. The industry is obsessed with it, but those record executives, they're not dying because they don't push this culture on their own people, but they're encouraging you to push it on yours and they're paying you handsomely to do it. The reality is I know a lot of you, a lot of you are good people, your family guys, you're not the image that you put out there to the world. Why? Why don't you be the example? Stand up. I challenge you. Be the example. Make music about the culture you want to see. Don't just get online today and talk about how, you know, whenever a rapper makes it, his own people take him down. Don't just make those videos. Don't be sad. Don't rest in peace. None of that stuff. Be the change you want to see. Inspire it in your community. Reach out to other rappers and say, we have to stop. We are being used. You've been used for a long time, you know, they create this paradigm to make you believe that you're so important and your celebrity status is worth so much, but in truth, you're a pawn in their game and you always have been. The government has wanted to hold down communities of people in different ways through different methods for a very long time. Their method in the black community has been to use entertainment to create a culture obsessed with death, drugs, sex, and money so that they could create a false paradigm of what happiness and what success really was. And in doing so, they created a world that also made people more dependent on government. And as a result, gave themselves more power. The record executives that push you to do this, to go and continue to profit off the backs of your work, they're in cahoots with the elite. They're in cahoots with the government. They want you to think you're important, but in truth, you're just doing their dirty work for them. So stop. They've empowered you in ways that are real. You have an audience, you have platforms, you have the ability to make change. So go against the grain together. They're more afraid of you all together, standing up and creating a new culture that's built around family, faith, freedom, doing the right thing, valuing life than they are of anything else. So I challenge you. Use your power to do the right things. If you continue to do the same thing you've done, more rappers like this are going to die. How many have to die before you change the culture? And let me tell you something else. There's a reason the record labels pay us more to do rap videos. 
They don't tell you that, do they? Do they tell you that they pay us more to do your videos? Because they do. They do it because they know it's more dangerous. They do it because they know it's more difficult. And they do it because, frankly, there's a lot of money laundering involved. Those labels wash a bunch of money through. We don't do it, but we know the labels are doing it 100%. Okay, they're then taking the money off the top end and you see on your royalty check, oh, they spent 150,000 on this video. Did they? Because we didn't see 150,000. Okay, so where did the money go? And to who? Their friend's company? A lot of times that's the case. Same thing with insurance companies. They charge us more to insure your videos. And it's because they know the culture that's been created. They know that the only possibility of a music video being shot up is on a rap video. And that's the truth. So change the culture. You have the power. Your people deserve it. Okay, so that's from the voice of Robert Starbuck, a former music executive, really spilling the beans on the label. We all knew it. We all knew it. But from a white man, I'm assuming he's Jewish because looking at the video, he appears to be Jewish. But he is standing up for hip-hop artists because when you listen to the passion in his voice it appears to me that he's just had enough he just got tired of reading every day when you turn on your computer or you turn on your mobile phone or whatever your ipad your i whatever it is that you prefer to get the latest news you're hearing about a rapper being murdered hearing about either a rapper or some popular hip-hop artist. I am so tired of hearing about senseless murders uh, of rap and hip-hop artists by just these weirdos for whatever reason, it could be from jealousy and the maybe they even want the jewelry thinking that they can sell a million dollars worth of jewelry at a freaking pawn shop. Like, where do they do that at, right? So I'm hoping that the um, artists who want to do hip hop and rap music, I hope that they uh, change the game. Don't fall for the okie doke anymore. Be an example and produce music that's going to stand the test of time and also help save lives. Well, thank you for listening. I hope you leave your comment. Did you know that you can send me a voicemail through Anchor? Yes, you can. If you have the Spotify app, just go to leave comment and record and it'll send it to me and then I'll be more than happy to reply back. When I got the sauce, you got it too.